0: Hey there, it's Susan Bradley and you are on the roadmap to 50k. Now, today I've got something really good for you. You know I am a big fan of generating leads and I've got a behind the scenes look at how one of our members generated 691 leads for $68. And I got to tell you, there were a couple of things that she did that were absolutely genius. So, Let's get to it. I'm going to share them with you on the inside. We'll see you in there.
1: Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K
0: on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey there, listen, welcome back everyone. I am so excited to be here with one of our new-ish Inner Circle members. Her name is Sasha. She has an amazing business and I wanted to get her on the podcast with you just because she grabbed one of the lessons in the Inner Circle executed it perfectly, probably better than I could. And I knew that we had to share that with you because I think it'll it'll help a lot of you out there when you're really thinking about how you can get your business rolling. So Sasha, I need you to say hi to everyone and tell everybody uh, a little bit about your business. Love it if you would share that. Hi everyone. And Susan, thank you
1: for having me on the podcast. My business, uh, we do customised and curated giftware. So the majority of it is engraved. Um, I am a maker at the moment. We've been in business for about four years. I have been full time in this business for a year and a half now. And I have to say, I absolutely love it. Um, let me quit a very unhappy corporate job. So um, it brings me joy every day. Um, yeah, we've been selling on Amazon and Etsy. Um Amazon for two years and Etsy for, for since the start for four years. But I'm really aware that I am building my playground on somebody else's land. So it's time for me to really be foundational in 2021 and to, you know, start nurturing my own customers on my own platform um, and really developing that relationship with them.
0: Yeah, and I agree. What at what point did you figure that out? That you really because you've been in business for four years. So at what point did you say, oh, maybe I better have a rethink about my direction? I've kind of always known that I needed to do it, but it was just, I didn't have any time.
1: And then when I went full-time, it became top of my list, but I was also so busy making that it I just never had time to put aside to it. So yeah. this year really gave me the incentive to to just go for it. And so I just put some time aside, worked extra hard, uh, is my website perfect? No, but it's live and I can, you know, I don't have to be perfect. I just stuff out there and make sure that I, I drive people to it.
0: Gosh, I think your website's pretty darn good. Well, thank you. I got to say, I've been on it a time or two. Can you tell everybody your web address? Yep, yeah, my
1: uh, website is uh, sashaandco.com, and that's S A C H A.
0: Yeah. Okay, everybody, go look after this episode. It's like, if that's a first attempt, wow. Did you build it yourself? I did. Oh, wow. You've got some serious skills. So here's what I love about this. I don't think there's anything wrong with starting uh, on Etsy or Amazon because you got proof of concept, (laughs) but more importantly, you built a business that allowed you to leave that job. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you knew that you had a product that you could sell. So even if you weren't paying yourself exactly what you want to pay yourself, you knew that you had a vehicle. Like you have the vehicle to do it, you just have to figure out the next step. I love it that you did that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do agree that uh, far better to build your own house. Yeah, and so good for you. So here's what I love about uh, you is I think that you're probably really strategic and and uh, super smart. And you grabbed even though you were a newish member. And you've shared with me that you're an introvert, that you're probably bleeding as we speak, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> but but you posted in the inner circle about your uh, your success, and it was almost like you were surprised about your success. With one of the lessons, you took one of the lessons, which is the perfect giveaway, and and you had a really really uh, successful event. By anyone's standards, and and what I think you missed that I picked up is like, oh, she she did all the things right. She really focused on the stuff that was important, and um, I want everyone to know about that. I wanted I I wanted to bring it to the forefront because oftentimes things don't work well the first time we do it, but I think that you executed so beautifully that I wanted to share it. So you did the lesson called The Perfect Giveaway. Mm-hmm. Can you tell everybody what that meant to you? What, like, why did you choose to do that? What was your goal with it? And, and what did it mean to you, The Perfect Giveaway? It was really, as we headed into Q4, I just joined Inner Circle. I was a
1: little overwhelmed because there's so much that I really want to dig into. Um, but I knew that I had limited time. Um, I already had, I just launched my website in October. I already had my um, email marketing campaigns all set up because I knew I wasn't going to have time to do anything actually live. It would have to be pre-scheduled. Um, and I've been pretty bad in the past at emailing my customers. So I kind of asked myself, what things are going to make a difference going into um, Christmas that can carry me over into starting strong in the New Year? Uh, one of them was scheduling, pre-scheduling all my marketing campaign. And then the other looking through the inner circle was like, I'm going to try this one. You know, let me add a few people to my email list so I can start warming them up in the new year, showing them new products, new collections. I didn't expect any sales from it. And that wasn't my intention. It was just solely, let's put some more people on the list. Let's get some, you know, customers that are going to know, like, trust me over time and then eventually buy.
0: And so you had kind of a short-term strategy to fill up your list. Mm Mm-hmm. But you knew long term that you were going to be able, like it was the kind of the start of a plan. When you said you, you weren't strong, you didn't feel you were strong being mm-hmm. consistent with emailing your list, that gave you the start it, to be consistent. It, it did. And, you know, inspirations
1: come from, um, I was looking at my Clavio yesterday and 98% of my revenue from my Q4 campaign has come from my email marketing. No, wow. words. no, no direct, you know, 2% came from Facebook. So that's pretty strong for me to say that's yeah. what I need to concentrate on.
0: That's a big clue, very strategic of you. And so, um, so that, that lesson comes with some templates of, you know, what you need to email afterwards. And then did you just keep going with email? Is that how you uh, got that 98% of revenue from your email?
1: Yeah. So after I sent the the post giveaway, three emails, uh, and I pretty much just followed the templates that you gave us, um, those people then went into my holiday campaign stream. So, you know, they were seeing what we were offering. They yeah. saw a Black Friday sale and they just get to see the kind of things we sell. Um, and then, Great. yeah, next year we'll be very intentionally marketing.
0: So good. So I, um, so I have some, some real thoughts about, about why you were so successful Sasha but one of the things that you pointed out in your post which you so generously shared is you felt that you you had done a great job with the advertising which I agree you had I, I would love it for you to explain that to people but the very first thing that I thought was really, really smart was the image that you chose. So, do you want to tell everybody uh, if it's okay with you? I'll stick the image on the show notes so people can see it because it was so good—probably the best image I've ever seen for a giveaway. But can you uh, tell everybody what you were thinking when you came up with that one?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking seasonally. Um, I saw a lot of posts from my my own Facebook friends about, hey, they're going to be watching the you know the hallmark christmas movies and christmas movie seasons coming and so there was a lot of chatter around that and i already had the product made um i just really hadn't started marketing it so the giveaway was for it was a bestie giveaway so it was to win Uh two um two christmas blankets um that basically said this is my christmas movie watching blanket Uh Um, and I, I honestly think it was just the the right product at the right yeah. time to the right audience.
0: So what I think made it even better, because I would agree with you, is that you um, – so the, the blanket was totally the star of the show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it was um, – and it was really cropped in tightly, but there was a little bit of a holiday like, garland around it. And your copy on the image was, like, as clear as it could be. <laughs> win this win this <laughs> <laughs> no guessing about yeah. what what it was but you got cool. a lot of comments on that post and uh people really understood what it was that you were trying to do but then you took that a step further so you were like okay I've got these I've got these made these are very uh timely like this the mm-hmm. time frame is perfect for this but then you took it a step further and do you want to share with everybody how you created your ad strategy because it's a genius it's a genius
1: <laughs> well I ran I set up four ads and I gave them a bu- each a budget of ten dollars a day and I was only running it for three days. I wanted it to be short and sharp and yeah. basically add no more than eighty people to my list. I really wasn't expecting big things. Um so those four ads I did two lookalike audiences. One was made up of um a lookalike of my current Instagram followers and one was based off the emails of um previous customer. You know Yeah was based off of a lookalike of my previous customers and my email list. Um, And then I did two targeted audiences and I split it into two. So I did Canada and the U.S. separate because I sell to both locations. Um, And my target audience for each of those was people that liked Hallmark movies and Pottery Barn.
0: And did they have to like both or one or the other? One or the other. Now, if I was
1: redoing it, I would further probably split those ads into people that like Focci Bar and then ads that people like Hallmark movies so I could see what converts. But those ran really well. Um, The two lookalike ads, I actually turned them off after about eight hours. They just weren't converting. Uh The cost per click was about $1.50 each. Oh, ouch. It was ouch. (laughs) So I was like, no, they have to go. Yeah. Um, But the other two ads were converting, and remember this is Canadian, $0.09 each. Crazy. It was insane. So
0: Yeah, crazy. And so you spent, uh, in your post, you uh, shared that you had spent $68, but you got almost 700 names. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Less than $0.10 a name. It was. And what made you decide on those two? T- I mean, Har- Hallmark Movies is like a no-brainer. How smart. What made you decide on Pottery Barn?
1: Um, basically because the earlier generation of my business, a lot of my current customers are people that are like the farmhouse modern. Yeah. And they like Pottery Barn. They like West Elm. So I just thought that I it was a good target audience to try. Yeah,
0: that's great. And so you used... Um, when you were uh, setting up your ad, did you use a uh, conversion goal with a lead uh, with a lead pixel event, or did you just use a plain old Facebook lead ad?
1: A uh, Facebook lead ad, so it captured the leads right there and added them. It was connected to my Klaviyo, yeah. so it added them straight into my
0: uh, my list. Perfect. So no, um, you didn't have to build a landing page. You just they just clicked they edited their info if they needed to and yeah. off you went yeah. and so a lot of people are um are nervous about those ads because of the form you have to make but like I don't I have pretty low tech skills it sounds like you have more tech skills than I do like by a lot but <laughs> it's pretty simple right to create those forms it was pretty straightforward I mean yeah. you give us all the
1: instructions that we need in the inner circle yeah you know, to 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 do it so um I think the only challenging thing is that Facebook changes its ad manager and its forms so constantly you have to yes. look around for things, but actually setting it up is pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah. I wish they would stop changing like, it's annoying, because like, annoying. Yeah, because not only that, like sometimes I'll change the training because mm-hmm. the interface has changed and then half the people don't have that interface either. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank goodness we have helpers in there. So listen, why do you think this works so well? What do you, what's your gut? Like what, what, uh, what do you think? Like, I know you were thrilled with the result, but what do you think the secret sauce was
1: I, I think for this it was just timing it was um you know Christmas season Christmas product to the right audience um, mm-hmm. I, I think it really resonated with those that love the Christmas movies um, I think the audience of people that liked Hallmark Christmas movies was perfect um,
0: yeah i it you think just, that, I think I think you're right, but I'm going to give you a lot more credit than that. I think you chose uh, totally the right product. I think your image was so darn good. I want people to see it because sometimes I'm like, you know, we're also up in our own heads mm-hmm. <laughs> with what we do. And we don't look at our business from a customer perspective. But I've actually had a look at your Facebook page and on your website and and that that image like actually all the images that you post and I told you this before we went live that I think that you're really good at this um thank you me. are really good at looking at this business of yours from a customer perspective thank you and I think that 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 is very evident all over the place in your business and I think that I've seen so many people who have give away images that you're just like yeah I don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have to say that I mean I do have professional product shots of that actual image uh, of that actual product but that one I took myself yeah there you go right it was it was on my dining table it was on a backdrop it was like super cheap super quick super easy done so you know and I am not a photographer I'm it's not a skill set I have
0: so it looks really good it really does but but more more importantly than how good it looks is that people can look at that image, and this is so important. I want everybody to onboard this. And still, I still struggle with this stuff sometimes. Is that you wouldn't have had to read a word of the copy to get the general idea, and so the image would stop people in their tracks. I think this is why you got nine cent clicks or nine cent uh, opt-ins. Is that image? I mean, the timing for sure was right. The product was right. But that image stopped people in their tracks because they could get it, right, from yeah. looking at that image. And then they would take the time to read it. And then they took the time to comment on it. So it's uh, it was, I thought you did so well. Good for you. So, okay. So do you have any, let's just pick your brain for a minute while I have you. So you have, uh, you have this really solid business on uh, Etsy and Amazon, Mm -hmm. you're super smart, for sure. Um, But what would you say to someone, you've got a long way to go, on Mm -hmm. Shopify, but I have no doubt that you'll get there. What would you say to somebody else now that you're, you know, a few months down the road from trying to make this transition? I think your site went live in October. Do you have advice for anyone who's, there are so many people that are trying to get off of those uh, marketplaces and build their own thing. Do you have any tips for them? Not like on the spot or anything. (laughs) Here goes.
1: (laughs) Um, I would say there's a few things. First of all, just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect that you can fix messes later, just get it up and get it live. I've probably spent way too much time trying to get it perfect. Um email marketing, definitely. I put it off for so many years. You know, I've been building the list since I've had my business. Oh. Uh, I really yes, I really wish that I was doing it. I've been doing it weekly. That's my goal for 2021. I'm so gonna nurture that list. Um and Yeah, it's not. It's not that hard. It's not. It's it's just being intentional. I think it's just making a plan, working out what you want to do, and just moving forward.
0: Yeah. Would you agree that there's no right time? Like, quit waiting. There is never a right time. (laughs) If you if you wait, you're going to wish you'd done it six months ago. Um, Yeah. Just just do it. Just do it. And it's gonna. There's gonna be something awful, and you'll live. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you say nobody cares nobody's watching just do it I feel like I have so many things that are like my theme song get over yourself but (laughs) you know and but really nobody cares they barely know that you exist or they don't yeah exactly it's true I mean we 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 overthink
1: things too much and I'm really guilty of that so yeah to just kind of put that
0: put my ego aside and just move (laughs) forward in In a strategic plan, I think it's... Yes, I can tell you're super strategic. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen for Sasha and Co next year? In your perfect world, what's going to happen?
1: Oh, in my perfect world, my Shopify is going to outperform my Etsy next year. Um, I'm planning on that being my sole focus. So my husband has taken over the Amazon side of the business for the moment so that I can focus on marketing. So... We want to add in some amazing new products. Um, I want to move away from having to make everything, but bring in things that people will love. And then I want to absolutely, um, yeah, market just the heck out, of it.
0: it right up. Oh, that's good. What? Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, like when you when you talk about, I'm just going to make you get specific. You can change your mind later. But off the top of your head, for the first quarter of next year, obviously, you're going to make sure you're consistent with your email campaigns. Mm -hmm. What else are you going to do marketing wise?
1: I am going to run a perfect giveaway every single month. Are you? With something different every month. And then I've just started setting up um, a campaign, which I'm going to run on Instagram every Tuesday. So I'm going to do a tag a friend Tuesday, which is similar to the perfect Mm -hmm. giveaway. Um, But I'm planning to get rid of um, some of my older stocks, some of my one-offs, a few of the seconds products. So that's a big part of my 2021 uh, first quarter. First quarter, also yeah, and also setting up my social media so that that is just um, scheduled and ahead. And none of this, oops, I forgot to post today. I think you know, as you say, I've, I've got to be consistent
0: yeah pick a few things and do them really well that's mm-hmm. my theme song it's interesting that you say social media because i i feel like i didn't look at your instagram but your your facebook is really well done but that's something uh that i also so we're that's our focus in february and in mm-hmm. the inner circle is uh it's really a content plan that you can repeat every week you know there's so many ways to do it we've got some great training in there from jane hamill but we're we're focusing on some other content plans that you can use and so for me uh with Sock Doggo that has been a real struggle and mm-hmm. so I'm so glad we're working on that because you know I'll have no excuse I'll to do to it yeah it's just like you ha- we have to come up with a way that we can uh we can not have that decision fatigue like that mm-hmm. because that's half the problem isn't it like you're like oh what should I post today yeah oh I think maybe I'll just go see what's in the fridge yeah <laughs> there's, there's so much pressure you know we're supposed to be doing it twice a day and you have to get oh. a caption and a picture it's it's I find that the most stressful thing. yeah I do too actually so there you go and and uh but I feel like that is a, a big one if you can conquer that that mm-hmm. really uh that really makes it uh Part of what you do instead of a mountain you have to climb every week. It's just part of what you do. You know what you're doing. You don't have to think about it. It's already scheduled and ready to go. I think it's half the battle. It'll really take a lot, of a big load off our brains. Absolutely, for sure. So listen, I am so thankful that you uh, shared. I thought it was really important for everyone to hear how it really doesn't take a lot to get the results you want you just really have to be smart about a few key things and uh, I just loved your share in the group and I thought oh we have to hear more from you and I hope to hear more from you in the future so I really appreciate you coming on I know I had to like twist your arm a little just a little no bullying involved but thank you very much the the bruises will go away So listen, I want you to have a lovely holiday. We're recording this really just before Christmas. I want you to have a lovely holiday. I hope you get some time off and I can't wait to see what you do next year. Thank you so much, Susan. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at The Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the social forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.